evening, ladies and gentlemen, and creatures in between. Welcome to this 12-round bout for the heavyweight title. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble! Welcome to Scrap Metal Podcast, episode number 49. Yeah. I am your host, Metal Maddie. And to my right, oh. yes, always to my right. Perpetually. Perpetually. The co-host of pod, the podcast. Co-host extraordinaire, would you say? I would say you're one of them. Right. I don't know too many of them. The glue that keeps scrap metal together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Slurl. Yeah. Mellow, Maddie. Yes, yes. Good evening. Welcome. Good evening. Good evening, my partner in crime. Compadre, partner Chico. Crime. Yes, we're back. 49. We're back, man. So quickly in between podcast it's amazing how quickly we got back to doing this you know we've been off for a little while i wanted to uh, say that we had a uh, anniversary it's been two years since we've been doing this back in uh march, march of yeah, 21 march 2021 established that's in 2021. right yeah yeah, yeah we it's been that. a while we, we were off for uh, uh, we, yeah, the la- and, yeah yeah and yeah but we're celebrating episode, we'll tell you that yeah we're celebrating our uh our uh, two years in the in the uh, business <laughs> in the podcast game the podcast world yeah yeah cool making our mark Making our way. We will. Yeah. We will be someday. Yeah, Mark my words. We'll yeah, be definitely. big. Yeah. But we're back. We're back for another uh, episode. Yeah. Well, hey, you're rushing me now. <laughs> Sorry. You're antsy. You can tell I'm you're, antsy. And you're covering your cat underneath <laughs> before, the pillow over before there. Before I forget. Um, good song, by the way, by, by Slipknot. What? Before I forget. I don't know that. A great song. Is off it? of Subliminal Verses. What, what was the that? third album. Oh, okay. The great track. Check yeah. it out. Number 10. Um, so with that, we'll transition to. Music tidbit extravaganza. Oh, oh, sorry, you've got to change the batteries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. what it was. The uh, the teletype machine is in the. Yeah. <laughs> no. Most people don't even know what that is. What I'm referencing when I do that, right? That's the old like telegraph machine. Yeah, exactly. Oppenheimer call. Back when I was a kid, uh, the, new, the news still kind of had that. It had that. It was more of a in the background yeah. yeah like Walter Cronkite shit yeah Walter that's, Cronkite that's old school news I'm he was old. the best yeah he was well um, I want you to start off this segment okay With you have some news? Gene Simmons news <laughs> I got Kiss news from Kiss today. yeah uh, Kiss was performing recently in uh, somewhere in South America I don't know where um, and their perpetual farewell tour it's a funny video too if you want to go on YouTube enough you know yeah he's fine it's still funny he, yeah he had a uh, at some point, you could tell during the show he was having trouble. He had to sit down and play his bass a couple <laughs> no times. No need to apologize. <laughs> yeah. And at some point, uh, Paul had to come out. Paul Stanley, of course. All right, everybody. All right. <laughs> and say, uh, you know, we have to cut the show short. Gene's having some issues. And then they pan over. Gene's still on stage. You can see him, like, just breathing heavenly. <laughs> They're bringing him water and stuff. I guess he had altitude sickness. Oh, um, Jesus. But it's just kind of... Or- been- could it be the fact that he probably claimed to sleep with over 3,000 women? Well, that's true, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's just tired. Yeah, he's, he's just, just really he's, tired. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> these guys are like 70 now, right? Got to be maybe early 70s, and they're still wearing the full gear and everything. Yeah, it's give him like, credit. Uh, all right, just call I just attribute to him. full the, samurai, uh, you know, with a giant base. I just attribute him to the fact that he's slayed over 3,000 broads. That's true. So he says. He's right up there with uh, Will Chamberlain, I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Uh, but. Yeah, a lot of bands are uh, touring South America lately. Yeah, but that is a thing. I think who else? Um, oh, Joe Elliott from Def Leppard got like really like altitude sick because you know everything in South America is up in the fucking Andes Mountains. And yeah, shit. yeah, everything's high altitude, and these guys are older. 
Yeah, I get uh, Joe uh, Elliott said it was awful. The altitude sickness. He said he had mild a case of it. He said he didn't want to know what a severe case of it would be like. No you idea. Know? Yeah, never been but, over there. No, neither have I. Have no uh, plans to no, go down any, south. Any, no, no, I will eventually. Yeah, Brazil. No, no soon. No, yeah, not anytime soon. That I'd would say. be a great place to see a show to like get caught up. Yes, in, the, those I'm, fans down there. Are I want to go. Everything is a single. I've always wanted to go to Brazil, Argentina, and Colombia, and, and Costa Rica. Yeah, those like four I really want yeah. to check out. Yeah, we should go, you should go way down though, maybe like Argentina. I want to go to. I want to go. I want to go to Argentina. That's yeah, one of them. I want to go to Antarctica and just fucking get eaten by a polar bear. Why not? Fuck it. It's always fun. Metallica played down there, right? They did. Yeah, Metallica's been everywhere, man. Metallica's been fucking every continent. Yeah, they they probably just did that so they could say. Yeah, they've been every. When people want to go to every fifty state, you know what I mean. Metallica's been to all fifty states. They've been all fucking. Yeah, they're crazy, man. This guy's unbelievable. I mean. Say what you want about them, you know they they have their detractors and whatnot. And we discussed in the last yeah, yeah. episode of the new album that came out. Yeah, so cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, so Gene so, Simmons is he okay? Is he fine. is he breathing? It's, it's more of like if you want a little fun, a comic relief, go on and look up uh, the latest Gene. If Simmons. I had to put he's a fine. if I had to put a bet on, he's probably slaying some bitch right now. You think so? Is he still with uh, Shannon Tweed? He is. I yeah, think they. Yeah. I think he said he's monogamous now, and yeah, they yeah. settled well, down. I mean, and Jesus. I think they've even gotten married. I'm not sure. Yeah, who knows? That was always the thing. Yeah, the famous like uh, he would keep his makeup makeup on when he was banging these uh, roadies. I mean roadies, groupies, <laughs> and maybe roadies too. <laughs> yeah, really. Whatever, knows, whatever right? floats his boat, right? Yeah, you get bored with it, you yeah. know. Get bored with the groupies. Yeah, were you a Kiss? I never got into Kiss. I I, I, I would say I like a handful of their yeah. songs. I would never, if you want to say I'm an extremist, no. Definitely not. Because um, I think I was a little too young. There's a, like people, I know like the Rabbit Kiss fans are a little older than me, maybe into their 50s. I'm like, you know, right. You're in that borderline. 40s, I'll be 50 this year. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. So I never got into the Kiss thing. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Not a, not a, not great songwriters. You know, no, I, they, they were just no. They were yeah. more. They were popular because of their antics the and the shtick. fact that they their stick people thought right. kiss knights and Satan service. Yeah, like yeah. people were like, oh, that's that's right. so fucking cool. Right. Let's be rebellious. And the makeup, of course. Yeah. I mean, they were. And Gene's know. tongue. Yeah, really. Imagine the tongue he used. Woof. Yeah. But that tongue is woof. I know. I wonder why he had a lot of women. I know. Seriously. That was doing a... <laughs> oh, that thing hasn't fallen it's doing off. doing a lot of... <laughs> STD. Yeah, was, that. that thing was doing a lot of licking. Let's put it that way. Really? A lot of lapping. <laughs> I know. I think he used to wear protection, though. He'd put something yeah. over it. He had, a, he had a tongue for... He had a condom for his tongue. <laughs> he had a tongue prophylactic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like a Jimmy... Uh, the Jimmy Hood, or whatever yeah. they call it. The, uh, Jimmy hat. Yeah, Jimmy hat. Jimmy Hood. <laughs> Tongue hat. So work with a Jimmy hat. <laughs> that's Jimmy, fucked up. Jimmy cap. Sorry, ladies, if that's too much, but yeah, that's I what know, we sorry. do. I don't think many women listen to this podcast. No. <laughs> but besides the point. Yeah. Um, other news. So he's doing good. Other yeah, news. Other yeah. news yeah. that I'll take over on. Okay, please do. Um, is you actually got? A, I actually played it for you in my truck. Yes. And um, you liked it. I did like. It. I liked the song selection. So far, so good. From what there's only one out. So it's been released. Yeah. Um, what we're talking about is we're referring to actually is Ghost, who? the band Ghost. Who? Say what? Say, who? How do you say it? Ghost. Oh, you want to say? Oh, you remember that? I haven't yes. done that in a long time. I know you haven't. Oh, whatever. Besides the point. I'm sorry. Ghost. No. There you go. You, right. That's what you wanted me to do. They put out. Well, they had a new album last year, uh, Emperor, in March of 2022. And usually, what Ghost <clears throat> tends to do in between new albums is they'll put an EP out. Yeah. Whether it's five songs of their own. Or one, maybe one single could be there on the rest of the covers. But this EP that's coming out May 18th called Phantomime is, uh, has five tracks, all cover songs. Right. And the first one they released was on Easter Sunday. Right. 
this past Easter. Right. And uh, <laughs> the song's called Jesus He Knows Me, which is a cover which of Genesis. Know from, yeah. From uh, the I Can't, I can't Dance can't, album yeah, in 1991. Yeah, right. Um, so, which I haven't heard that song since then. I yeah. can't dance. <laughs> I yeah. can't walk. That's that song. Yeah, yeah. The do is there's the way. Uh, walk and, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. I can't dance. I can't talk. Walk. It was, it, yeah. The album was We Can't Dance. Yeah. yeah. And the song. Besides the point. Dance. Yeah. They're covering the week. Uh, Jesus, he knows me is the name of the song, which is originally performed by Genesis in 1991. But Tobias Forge, aka Papa Emeritus, who's you know, that's his front that's the, name yeah. the, that's the name he goes by as the front man for the band right. Ghost. He did a killer version of this killer it's good. cover, excellent it's good. cover, really upbeat, good right. friendly guitar, you know, friendly, um, yeah, good, uh, good eighties beat to it to a gen to you know some some degree. I like an obscure cover. I like a cover that almost like a song you've forgotten, and then you're like, oh my god, I haven't heard this song since it came out from the original band. That's always a good thing. It's, it's you know it's one thing to cover a song that everyone knows. And they have, well yeah, and they have uh, so it's five tracks and they're covering um, "Phantom of the Opera" by right. Iron Maiden. Right, right. And they're covering uh, "We Don't Need Another Hero." That's a cool cover by Tina Turner. Tina from Turner. The Mad Max Beyond Fun. And Dome hanging around, we want to say could be by. You know, is it hanging around like one word? Just, no, it's it's two. Okay, because I know. Okay, around. so there's a hanging around by uh, Connor Crows. Crows. I don't think that's the one. <laughs> no, that would be weird. And then see no evil is the first track off the new. See no evil. I know there's a song by Television, but I don't think it it's could that. be that. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I, that's a little too. Uh, you don't obscure. know. So yeah, but that's pa- Papa does keep you guessing <clears throat> when it comes to. Uh, well, what other songs have they covered offhand? Uh, they covered um, uh, Pet Shop Boys. They've covered okay. Abuck twice. Right. With. Um, Marionette and um, they carry. Oh, they also ca- um, covered Rory Erickson, who did uh, don't uh, ghosts. Um, oh, Rocky Erickson. Rocky Erickson. Oh, from uh, the Thirteenth Floor Elevators. Yeah, um, which is an old sixties. The band. song. Um, oh wow! Really? Who? Ghosts. What's the name of that fucking song? Oh, I'm drawing a fucking blank. I know what you mean. If, believe in ghosts. That song. Oh no! If you kidding. believe in ghosts. Oh yeah. You have wow, everything. Really okay. Yeah, that's a great couple. Yeah, <clears throat> Excellent job. A cult band from the 60s, Acid Casualty, Rocky Erickson, yeah. Who's uh, still alive, maybe? Um, well, that's interesting. All right, so yeah, I always, yeah, he's got, definitely has deep musical tastes, Mr. Uh, Mr. Forge. Yeah. Which I still don't think is his real name. <laughs> that's his real name? Forge? Tobias Forge, Forged yeah. Forged Steel. Wow, that's interesting. A fellow Swede. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right, you're not Swedish. <laughs> yeah. Somebody was denying my Swedish heritage once. Still <laughs> well, yeah, don't we can't, understand why. We can't go there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Those who shall remain unnamed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what's going on with that. But I'm trying to think. Um, I want to say, because it's going to bother me if Ghost um, doesn't do that cover from television. Oh, okay. See No Evil? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't... I Maybe See No Evil by... Uh, it seemed like it'd be more of a, a heavier band. Although Genesis... That song, Jesus He Knows Me, was written by uh, Phil Collins, Tony Banks, and Mike Rutherford. Okay, it was, yeah. yeah. Written by That's all just FYI on that. And, oh, mind you, the video, they have a video out for it, too. Right. Oof, it is pushing oh, yeah. up. Talk about pushing the really? envelope. That's right. You were going to show that to me. You haven't shown that to me yet. Aha! Um, uh-huh. So, <laughs> I, had do, <clears throat> I had to do some... On uh, live research here because I, it was oh, bothering me. So, the five-song EP is out May 18th, which also features the band's covers of Tina Turner's 
Um, from 1985 Mad Max, the movie Beyond Thunderdome hit, We Don't Need Another Hero. Televisions. Oh, it is. See No Evil. Wow, that's interesting. Hanging Around by the Strange Stranglers. Oh. And Iron Maiden's Phantom of the Opera. Wow, that's an eclectic. <clears throat> uh, Stranglers in television, very like uh, post-punk bands, very uh, not metal, not, you know, not hard Say rock. Say what you want. I, I, I what like that. Doing. Wow, I'm interested in hearing the scene. I love See No Evil. <clears throat> I love television. We just lost the lead singer of television uh, recently. They've uh, also, one, Tom um, Verlaine. They've also covered Here Comes the Sun by George Harrison's Penn Classic. Never heard of him. Nope. <laughs> really? Depeche Mode's Waiting for the Night. Waiting for the night. night. Uh-huh. Oh, no, oh not that one. No, that's a good, good version, yeah. though, right? Uh, Missionary Man by Arithmics. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm a marionette, like I said. By okay, Apple. yeah. And they also did Metallica's uh, Entertainment right, for the Blacklist. Yeah. And then there were like, and, went to like 800 um, versions of that song? And it's a sin by the Pet Shop Boys. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. To name a few. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm looking forward to this coming out because yeah. those, all those songs are intriguing to hear. Yeah, it really is. Especially yeah, Phantom of the Opera. Should yes, be cool, man. That should be cool. Yeah, that's a great one. Paul Diano. Mm. Led uh, not exactly. Dickinson, yeah. Love the early uh, Maiden with Diano. Had a more punk, kind of a punk feel to it. But yeah. 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 So with that, I mean, that wraps up our uh, music a tidbit extravaganza. Yeah, the machine's still down. That's why still have. You try, you try to get a backup generator for it. It just wasn't working. It's beeping in the background like when a. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I can't knock a um, smoke detector off the ceiling quick enough than when that fucking oh. the beeping goes. I'd rather, be, I'd rather of, be burned alive in my sleep. So that reminds me of a great, funny episode from uh, Curb Enthusiasm. Oh, um, I don't I, which is coming back, I think I believe, right? Like, he's hinted this could be the last one. Oh, he's getting up it? there in age, man. Yeah, I know. He's in the yeah, 70s. He is, yeah. Um, he's one of those guys that people say this all the time. He's looked that way since... He's looked amazing since, like, he... He's, he's looked like he's looked... Since like he's 1995. Looked, yeah, he looked older when he was like, uh, you know, uh, writing for Seinfeld. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, he was on Fridays. And SNL, right? Yeah. No, just... No, he, he, no he, didn't he do SNL? I thought, yes. Uh, he might have hosted it years ago, but no. He, he, did, he wrote for SNL, I thought. Since oh, he did? I believe he did. I don't think so. He was definitely on Fridays. I knew he was on Fridays. With, um, with Michael Richards. He, that's uh, where he met Michael Richards. Yeah, that's yeah. why he had the, obviously, you know, start in New York. Alternative to SNL, yeah. You yeah. always had better musical guests, by the way. True. Uh, Fridays. They had the class. Besides the point. And the jam. Yeah. It reminds me of the episode when, um, it's say it's like three in the morning, and Larry and his wife, Cheryl, are laying in the bed, and <laughs> the alarm, it's, it's not going off. It's going, when the battery's low, Yeah. he goes, beep. Oh. <clears throat> it's going off. He's like, it wakes him up because it's so loud. Right. He doesn't know where the fuck it's coming from. So he's checking all the... A smoke alarm detector around the house. Mind you, it's L.A. He's money, got tons of money. Yeah, right. He's living in a decent size house, probably yeah. like five beds, six bedrooms. Yeah, modest for modest for most celebrities. Him, right. Larry, he's, he's not that into all that kind of shit. Right, you know? right. So he's going around to all the bedrooms and areas that he knows ha- rooms that have the smoke detector, right? And <laughs> he finally finds the culprit. It's downstairs in the kitchen, and he can't. He's trying to, you know, take it off his, the, take it off the ceiling to, you know, take the battery up, but he right. can't do it. So he fucking takes a fucking baseball bat and yeah. beats the shit. How did I miss that one? I haven't so seen that. good. Is that an early one? Yeah, yeah. I want to say it's maybe season two or three. Oh wow. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. So good. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. So good. That's funny. But yeah, note to self, note to anyone, don't do that because you'll forget about you when you need it. You're fucked. That was before uh, Leon was on, right? Oh, Leon, the Blacks and yeah. Leon season six. Was it? Yeah. It will always live in infamy in my motherfucking, heart. Motherfucking Larry David. Motherfucking yeah, Larry you David. You better get in that ass. Jump in that ass. Get, get off in that ass, Larry. <laughs> yeah. It's what I do, Larry. Uh, uh, we only black food. I only beat black food. Black it's, all, it's, what I, it's what I do, Larry. 
It's what I do. Get all up in that ass. The Big Johnson Club. Oh yeah, yeah, so good. He, Larry. I mean, motherfucker. You, no man, you can't be in the Big Johnson. You can be in the Big Johnson Club. Yeah, Larry and the Blacks and Leon made that. Oh, well, Larry especially. It's a Great. show, but the Blacks and Leon made that ser- uh, episode. I'm sorry, that season of Six. That's for sure. The, oh, he, but he's been on subsequent. Right. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, he's yeah. been on ever since. Yeah, JB yeah. Smooth. Yeah. Um, that's a show I only this things that I only watch on YouTube. I've never actually sat down and watched a whole episode. I've only watched Curb on like clips on YouTube, like five minutes at a time. Missing out. Yeah. I know. Well, no, I've, I've pretty much seen most of them, but in different, you know. Yeah, I've seen yeah. them all like two or three times over. Yeah. On uh, so is it good. a Showtime? No, HBO. HBO. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Well, moving on. With tonight's episode, we're we'll discussing the infamous but short catalog Rage Against the Machine. Long and storied career, but not much of a. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about Rage. Yeah. yeah, we got some things we'll just talk about. Yeah. I mean, we. I mean, we're. I love Rage Against Machine. They're one of my favorite bands. Maddie, one of Maddie's favorite bands. Now you were pretty young when they came. Yeah, I mean, well, they, they came, came out in ninety scene. what two? With uh, this, 92, 93, Yeah, with the first the self titled Just Rage uh, Against Machine. Yeah. Um, I didn't really get into them until I want to say middle school. Okay, I was like eighth grade, so maybe thirteen, fourteen, going into high school. Okay, so because I was older, and yeah, it was, right. You know, I was always at that time. I was still just always, always listening to Metallica. And Tool. Right, right. I didn't really venture outside of Tool until right. I got a little older, and then that's when I got Rage, and then more, and Slipknot came, and right. Sevenfold, and and more. I mean, I was always into Metallica, Floyd, Zeppelin, but yeah, Metallica mostly Tool. As we through all your know. father, right? Through you, yeah. Through my mom, my yeah, dad, especially. Right. right. You know, my uncle, my uncle Mark. Um, my um, mother's brother was always into music, like in a similar way. Yeah. So, like, my dad, so uh, just being around them too, right. he'd be listening to music that I'd get into and dabble into. But man, when Rage Machine came out, '92, it's like, yeah, what? Whoa! Yeah. Stop everything! Stop everything! Right. right? Because it was in like the whole period of grunge. Everything had a certain sound. Everything was Alice in Chains, kind of Nirvana. Yeah. Kind of more like. You know, sludgy and S- more subdued, yeah, like that like, kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, man, like, like you know, which I love. Yeah, you know, like yeah, like you know. Well, let's be honest, heroin influence, certainly oh, drug influence. Call for what it is. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, this band comes out with these like bomb s- tracks. Yeah, oh, yeah, was just another bomb track. You know, all of that. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, wow, it, mind it, blowing. Because um, he'd been around for a while in band, not um. Not, not Tom Zach. Morello, yeah. Tom, Tom Morello's been around, yeah. He's kicking around Harvard for grad. years. Harvard grad, yep. like a, a shredder, like somebody who was like real, real proficient on his guitar. We used to, you know, practice. Yeah, he's he's hours a definitely a uh, guitar whiz. Oh, unbelievable! And then the, all of a sudden, you heard this, and a lot of the riffs were very Sabbathy, like very like you know. But and you'd hear it, and you'd be like, oh. And then you then with yeah, their own twist say, on. And then like Zach would come in because with you, this, like it's, manifesto because people people are audited to me. And it's you look. You say Rage Machine. The genre is like what? You got a like rap rock. Yeah, technically, probably rap rock, rap, rap metal. Right. You know, but it was metal so different from uh, metal electronica and a sense yeah. with certain things. They right, did, right. Because you have, but mostly it was never like it was never always electronic influenced. Right. But, man, the rap. You could always hear the rap because Zach is a rapper. By you tr- could just you know. You could, I mean, it was just like anger right off the bat. Yeah, <laughs> the album cover. You forget. That famous, uh, I believe it was in Vietnam. It was, yeah. Uh, the Buddhist monk who burned himself alive yeah, in a protest. It's the, it's the album they, cover. They call that self-immolation. Yeah. yeah what? <laughs> wow. That's an iconic picture. And to put that on as, you know, the picture of your opening, your debut album, boy, that really, that's really sending a message. You can't put that on your album cover and be like a, a dream pop band. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dream thrash. Or, <laughs> dream thrash. Like Asteroid. Yeah, that's who I was referencing. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get back to Maddie or not? 
Somebody has to come. I back. know. Seriously, come on, guys. Come on, Brett. That's come why on, I boys. Bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. Come on the podcast. Brett. Well, don't forget. I mean, I mean, their first album was, I want to believe, from yeah, I yeah. Was right, Epic Records, right? And um, you know, was revolutionary. Oh God! It because was... I mean, like we talked about this in pre like a lot episodes in the past, how like like game changers. Metallica, right, right. Thrash. Something that tool, comes out of left field. That tool made right. that tool perfected prog metal, prog rock. And literally started a genre. And then yeah. and started a genre right. pretty much. And then Rage Machine started the whole rap rock. This was rap before metal. yeah, this was before your Limp Bizkits, this was before your corn. Yeah. I mean, and I I personally I think they did it a lot better. But it was definitely serious. Like it, it was like, you know, manifesto music. All politically like, driven. Yeah, politically driven, like they were gonna push their agenda. You know, this was, uh, I believe this came out during, uh, was Bush still in office? Yeah, this was like uh, George Bush. Senior. Yeah, George Bush Senior. Before yeah. Clinton, right? Right. Oh, Clinton came in 91. Uh, no, 90, 92. Yeah. So, but he still had like the... He still the, had the fall. Like yeah, the, he still the, had the Reagan, Reagan era and Bush stuff. The remnants. And, you, know, the, 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 you know, pushing against, uh, you know, Reaganomics and stuff. Exactly. Wherever you fall politically, whatever. But this was definitely, you know, pushing like... Kind of like communist themes, you know, because I believe they, I believe Zach was raised. I don't know his whole history, but he was definitely raised, um, you know, in a, in a communist leading uh, leaning family. Um, but yeah, God, what a, what an album cover, though, right? I mean, what? A, yeah, he was it, a Vietnamese Buddhist. That guy. He was. Yeah, it was a. Uh, he was protesting the uh, occupation of yeah. uh, Vietnam. But his name was um, was it Thie Thich Quang? Is yeah. that his fucking name? Oh, oh God. Yeah, try pronouncing yeah, that. Teach yeah, Teach Klong. Yeah. Oh, so it came out in 92. The yeah, 92. Same day. It was oh, 92. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the election. Wow. Um, Crazy. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, like, it made a statement right off the bat. And, oh, yeah, right off the bat. Oh, wow, bomb track, yeah. Um, Killing in the name of Take the Power Back, <laughs> Settle for Nothing, Bullet in the Head. Oh, my you fucking head. head. Know Your Enemy yeah. featuring Maynard James Keenan. Oh, Thank wow. you very much. You didn't know that. I know Wait, you I didn't know, know, that. know that. Now you know. Wait, does he sing on it? Yes. I don't. I have no patience now. Take him. Take. Yeah, he has a. He doesn't sing that. sing. He has like a speaking oh, okay. kind of like rap. Well, I haven't listened to this album in quite some time. And then you have uh, wow. track seven, Wake Up, eight, Fistful of Steel, nine, Township. Wait, was Rebellion this Rebellion and this 10 before? Freedom. So this was in between like Tool. This was Undertow. Because Undertow came out in 91. No, Undertow came out in 93. 93, yeah. Opiate was 90, 90 91. So, so Maynard was by no means, my, by no. No means a household name. No, just because wow. Tool only had one. This was right al before the big album came out. Yeah, yeah Tool had one album. Just Opiate, well, the I EP. Did, I did not know. Uh, yeah, it was so good. I mean, they, um, yeah, they just came out. And, and the critics liked him. I mean, it was definitely a um, critics critics band and, uh, you know, a, a popular band, too. I mean, in terms of like... And this was like uh, early alternative radio, you know. Um, I mean, the attitude... I mean, well, the, yeah, they, they have the, nothing... But I should say what really sets them apart, especially for 92, 93, was their yeah. attitude. Oh, their and energy. Like, like the, you, know? you can't fake like you like when Zach's going off like you know that there's nothing like fake or contrived. About no, it. Like, he he is like he's. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know him personally, but from <laughs> right. just what you read and you hear, well, he's such a fucking asshole to work with. Yeah, that's all. Well, that's we'll why they in, don't do any we'll, new music. We'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, so that came out in '93, and then my 92? favorite by '92, uh, '93. Yeah, my favorite was the uh, follow-up by them. Um, oh, People of the Sun. Yeah. The uh, Evil Empire. Evil Empire. Yeah, I, I mean, People of the Sun was the first track. And, uh, yeah, that was, um, 
Good stuff. No, I mean, I just... Razor Machine, like I said, they have a short catalog, like I mentioned, but the fact that they changed the game, they were so politically driven. Right. They were so rebellious. Yeah. They were so controversial. Um, they beat the, they marched to the beat of their own drum. Right, right. They just really changed the face of music in that era. Oh, absolutely. In a sense yeah. of like, because everyone was like, it's all about grunge now. And But when Razor's came out, it's like, wow, there's some, it because, created a whole new genre. Because who was like before them to influence them? You know what I mean? Like that really... Maybe Run like, DMC. And yeah, you could see like the hip hop, the hip hop side of it. it had yeah. to been literally. I'm, yeah, you don't see that anymore. It's like, it's Typo like we, negative, maybe. Maybe, yeah, but some, some in terms of like the music, yeah, and definitely Sabbath. Those Sabbath rips, riffs. Oh, boy. I mean, it's kind of sad because you can't like that's back when you could like combine things and come up with an original genre like that. But now it's like it seems like everything's been, you know, everything's been done and everything's been. Oh yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Don Rodeo, <laughs> rolling Don Rodeo with a shotgun. Well, I mean, yeah, because well, I mean, they, then they transitioned to People of the Sun, which they and then Bulls on Parade was what is the song? Bulls on Parade is the song to me that put them through the stratosphere. Bulls on Parade. Yeah, that was a song that put them on the map for good. Do you know he played that riff with like a um, with like a screw? That yeah, I've heard that, but I I forgot about that. Yeah, so I'm yeah, glad you brought yeah, that up. Yeah, just for that like. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Down Rodeo, man. I love that's my favorite song off the album. These Down Rodeo, yeah. Then Bulls and Parade, then People of the Sun are my top three. Yeah. I I know. It's just like what a uh Yeah, these people ain't seen a brown skinned man since since their grandparents grandparents bought one. one. Wow. So so true. Like that's laying down the gauntlet. So blunt. Yeah. So like Yeah. Controversial. Yeah, just yeah. And they definitely they had some controversy. Not not you know nothing you know that would no nothing that would get them in total trouble. Right, keep their career. But they did a lot of yeah. they did they did a lot of protesting, especially outside right. the Capitol building. Yes, or, right. But for their that was for their uh, cover album, I think. Renegades of Fool, oh, was it okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ninety nine. Right. I think it was. So evil empire. And maybe it wasn't the Capitol, but it was some sort of building in yeah, DC. Well, yeah, they they definitely like they were the definitely protest. pro. They protested like, protesting a lot. like Native American rights. Yes, and, and like Che Guevara. Yeah, Che Guevara. Yeah, yeah from uh, you know yeah. Mexico. Uh, that was '96, and then Battle of Los Angeles. I remember. I remember liking, but not loving as much as the early stuff. Um, no, Battle of Los Angeles was not as good as the. Calm first like two. a bomb is a great uh, like uh, like lost uh, great like. It's lesson. a deep track. Yeah, it is. It's got a great baseline. Um, yeah, well, we talk about uh, Tim Comerford, of course. Is the, uh, well, the whole band is, is yeah. talentedly and yeah. s- immensely talented. Yeah, Tom Morello is just uh, Tom Morello's on a whole yeah. new planet. Yeah, and then you got Tim Comerford's a hell of a bass player. And, and um, Brad uh, Wilk, a drummer. Yeah, then you just act as his little rap vocals, you know. And uh, he played his guitar like his bass. No. Um, oh, Tom. Tom would have, look. He had like, a, like a, a eight-inch strap where it just basically yeah. hugged his right shoulder and just. Like, was up there like the way like uh, like Herman's Hermits played their guitars back in the sixties or the oh, equi- or <laughs> analogy the, 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 to uh, the Dave five or analogy something. to uh, Urkel with his fucking suspenders up to his <laughs> pants up to his yeah, fucking yeah. belly button right yeah yeah that's similar but anyone that plays guitar or has played you play guitar yeah, yeah but like if you you know I don't play standing up too much but I have but it's much easier to play the guitar up a little bit but 
which is probably why he does it. But to, like in terms of looking cool, like not. <laughs> but he kind of made it look cool, right? Tom, like, no, Tom made it cool. He really did. Thank you. Before that, like Jimmy Page has it slung around his knees. He's just it's like tough yeah, to play a solo when it's that. Low. Yeah, when he can mushroom tip <laughs> yeah. can play the solo. So if you can make that's an accomplishment right there. If you can make playing guitar up around your fucking chin look cool, I badass and a, cool. Yeah. Well, he did. So it was. A, the, yeah. yeah, he'd have the, the strings would be. You know, he didn't cut his strings, which is a cool thing not to do anyway. But yeah, literally just. Uh, and Innovators, like, yeah, and very energetic on stage, and yeah, and Zach has uh, fucked up his his, his body well, over the years. Well, I mean, I've mentioned is, this before, yeah. I, off air, on air. I always wanted to see Rage because we never had the chance to. Yeah. Um, but then that's why that's the only reason why I went to go to the Boston Column last year. But yeah. then of course they backed out, and Metallica filled the void. And but why still. Did they back, do we know why they backed out? Probably some political bullshit up, but they didn't yeah. want to be in Boston. So why right. even say yes in the first place? I know. You know? Yeah. Just to piss everyone off. Well, then this is why they have an album. And uh, and they've had some they've had some reunions, but never they recorded reunion, anything, no, a reunion right? in a sense, they only do festivals. Okay. Oh, okay. They don't do tours. They just and they, festivals. they haven't written anything new. No. So much so that in uh, 2000, uh, of course... Um, was it 2000? I th- that oh, came, Audio Slave came out in... Uh, yeah, around Audio Slave came out with Chris Cornell as a singer. Yeah. And they were just replaced. So you went from Zachtel... Roca, yeah. who is a uh, rap vocalist, rap rock, like right. rap vote, rap song, whatever. Right. And then very controversial, very political. And then you go to Chris Cornell, who's one of the best singers of all time. <laughs> yeah, really. What a, what a total transformation. I know. They had some good albums, though, they right? Some, no, yeah. obviously it was great. Okay, right. They had some great material. Yeah. They did. I'll give them that. And I guess it was, I Am the Highway, yeah. Like a Stone. Like a Stone. Like those songs, about. man. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Cochise. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was their first hit. That definitely was more different. mellow, though, right? Definitely more. A little mellower. Yeah, yeah. No, they had some heavy tracks. Cochise right. was heavy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was their first their first hit. Named after the uh, the Indian chief. Yeah. Cochise. Um, I, think, I think that had a lot to do with Brad Wilk and yeah, Comerford. Yeah. You know, Brad's Native American. Okay, right, descent. right. Yeah, great drummer. Brad Wilk's a great drummer. Doesn't get enough credit because he has a simple kit. No, he kit. really doesn't. Yeah. He has what? He has a simple kit. Oh, simple, he does? Simple, small. Oh, okay. Nothing, yeah, you're right. nothing, nothing elaborate. Yeah. Nothing extensive. It's just very like to me. It's simple, but he makes it right. like sound like it's, it's a Neil Peart. Yeah, is it Peart or Pert? Oh, yeah, Peart. I just drum say kit. I say dead. Neil dead <laughs> drum kit. No, hey. or um, Tool. Uh, oh, Danny Carey. Yeah, well, yeah. It was, yeah. It's the uh, he's the anti Danny Carey. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I just I mean, I'm a huge fan of Grand Space Machine. They're my top five favorite bands of all time. Um, I'm dying. I would die to see them. Eventually, I will see them. I mean, I don't know. Maybe now they might not ever back. Do you think it's even worse? I wonder how I think Zach, it's worse now. Have you seen clips of Zach? Like, how does he sound now? No, I haven't in a no. while because I think recently Tom Morello said, or either Tom, yeah, Tom Morello came out and said that there it doesn't look like they're getting it back together anytime soon. Okay, wow. for anything. Wow. That's so I don't know what's gonna happen. That's the uh, the paradox of like this of like these creative types, right? Like they come together and they make this unbelievable shit, but they can't keep it going. No, which kind of makes it like they do that lightning in a bottle for an album or two. But maybe that's the whole point. Like maybe it's maybe it's just meant to be, you know, the way like, it was. Yeah, that's why it was so great, and it's, then it burns out. But it, it, for us, it leaves yeah. us starving for more. Yeah, true. Thirsty. Yeah, you know. But, but yeah, I just wonder how much these what these guys can write about at this point. Like, have they really? Well, oh, they can write so much. Angry about because the world is a fucking yeah. shambles between the new administration and true what, and, and the Trump administration. But, but most of them are yeah, true. I'm, yeah. I'm sure between Biden and Trump. Zach could write so much shit. Yeah, true. So much shit. But he would, you know, call himself more lefty anyway, right? So he's got his guy in office right now. Yeah. Then he'd be admitting yeah. that he, that they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if they if they were. But he protests. he would he would do something to some degree yeah. where he'd be like, okay, that is Zach. Yeah, true. He had some solo stuff, right? But they never really. Uh, oh no, yeah, I never. No. I don't think I've heard one thing from it. 
It goes to show you, like, when people, like, when bands separate If it ain't broke. Yeah, exactly. Don't fix it, but it was broke. Right. And, but to a point, it it makes sense because, it doesn't make sense because I felt like it was done so well. Like, you had three albums on your own, one cover, Renegades, would make it four total, but one was the cover. mostly covers, yeah. So it's four total, but one's a cover. It's just like... But on, guys. you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, too. Maybe they just ran out of inspiration or, like, you know, you know. And then people... Well, and then and they then, don't want to put out... Then they don't want to, like, phone it in yeah. and put out shit. That, and then you, you know. have the uh, the flip side where people will say, well, yeah, like, well, we never would have got Audio Slave. Yeah. We never would have got Foo Fighters if Kirk O'Payne died. We never would have got Megadeth if James and yeah, Lars didn't kick fucking Dave out. So it's true. that's how you look at you look at the other yeah. side of the penny. Right, right. The other exactly. side of the coin, right? Right, right. So yeah. I feel like that's how that happened. True. And that's why it was meant to be this way. Yeah. You know, it sucks because I want more rage and I want yeah. Audio Slave. I know. You know? I know. But you want you want to, but you can't relive that like first no. album thing anyway. You know what I mean? Definitely like, not. Reliving your, your youth. But, but yeah. yeah, I mean, just a, definitely a seminal, influential band that, um, yeah, well, I haven't listened to in a long time. I know, but I'm not angry anymore. You know? No, I don't. No, I don't think so. I was angrier back then. <laughs> now, well, now I'd listen to be like, why all the anger, guys? Now you listen to uh, just go fucking, in the woods uh, and you feel fine. Sarah McLaughlin, and you listen to fucking <laughs> Barbara Streisand. You're all set. Wrong with that, right? Little, little Dolly Parton, <laughs> little uh, Norma Jean, or whatever her name is. <laughs> Nor, who's that? No, I don't know. Some fucking piano, <laughs> piano. Yeah. Oh, I think I it's got, uh, yeah. Nora Jones. Nora Jones. Yeah, Nora Jones. <laughs> Nora <Jean>. Wilco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck cares? They're all the same. I've definitely mellowed, but yeah. But yeah, it is fun to listen to the stuff that, you know, that you listened to when you were young and, and angry and, you know. Yeah. It kind of turns into nostalgia, but yeah. I mean, Rage, it, and so, I mean, they obviously, I would say Rage influenced Corn. Rage oh, yeah, influenced definitely. Biscuit. Right. Even a little bit of Slipknot. I, I don't think they'd be happy about that either. No. I, I, I have a feeling like Zach would be like, it's like when... Um, you know, like they used to talk about bands influencing like metal. Like I remember, like they talked to G, uh, Ginger Baker from Cream. Like, oh yeah, you you kind of your band kind of influenced heavy metal, and he's like, no, it did. Well, I wish it had died or something like that. Yeah. I wish it had aborted it. Isn't it funny that yeah, like a lot of bands uh, like uh, influence a movement, and they're like, oh, we don't want anything to do with that. You know? I know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I could see um, I could see Zach not being real happy of like being behind the creation of like Fred Durst. I could see that. I could see him. I could see him um, being cool with corn. Yeah, corn's more heavier. Yeah, Jonathan Davis. Uh, but yeah. not so much Slim no. Biscuit. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, Alien Ant Farm, <laughs> for that matter. <laughs> oh please, don't get me started on those bums. Is he still having people touch his genitals and from the, from the front of the stage? I don't, I don't get it. Ah, come on, the guy's just trying to have fun on stage. Put a guy's hand on his dick. What's wrong with that? It's fucked up. Now he's got to go to court. Oh man, the horror! The oh. horror! <laughs> But I mean, oh, the humanity! I feel like what we can, we can take out of this conversation is that you need to listen to Rage. I do. I really more. do. Like I haven't listened to him in a while. I do want to listen to the first one, just for those. Yeah, I used to. I used to. I kind of like learn how to play guitar with it. There's albums that I kind of like play. Would yeah. fiddle around. With. Yeah, because those those riffs aren't too hard. He doesn't play a lot of solos, but there's one solo he plays on that first album. I, I don't. I forget which song it is, and you see like his like shredding chops. He was one of those guys where he could play fast, but he didn't. He didn't play like a lot of solos. I always respected that. You know what I mean? Well, Tom has always be. He's always when you say top fifth, top thirty guitar plays, he's yeah. always in the top thirty. Oh, for those riffs. of all time, yeah. Just because what he could do, he's an yeah. innovator. He definitely is. He and changed. He was, he was doing weird shit too. He was like turning yeah. into like yeah. a, like a turn. Yeah, 
He's crazy. Yeah. He's scratching. He's yeah, he was scratching. Basically. Scratching yeah. records and scratching yeah. strings on the guitar. Yeah, exactly. For yeah. real. Yeah. But crazy. Definitely, uh, yeah. I know. I mean, maybe one of the last, like, innovative guitarists of the last 20 or 30 I years. I say he is the last one. You know? I haven't like, heard, I mean. Yeah, like what? I mean, no. everything's kind of a rehash of something else. Yeah, I feel like, I, mean? you, I feel like, yeah, I feel like the, the, sec, the best guitarists, one of the best guitarists to come out since the 2000s, mid-2000s, probably Sinister Gates with Vince Apple. He's, say, yeah. he's a thrasher. Right. Like, we talk about him numerous times. But past. is he like innovative? Not, no, I'm sorry, I didn't say he was innovative. No, no, yeah, yeah. I'm just right. saying that I feel like he's probably better, one of the better ones right. to come out recently. Right, right, you know? right. I don't feel like... At this point... Even that... um. I mean, I remember we talked about. I talked. We talked about in the past briefly. Havoc, that band from Colorado. They're oh, thrashy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they have yeah. A good, that guitar play. Uh, really good. Rodriguez is the, the lead singer's name is Rodriguez. Just Rodriguez, like a one name. Oh, thing? his last name. Oh, like his okay. name. I want to say his name is David Rodriguez. Or yeah, something like that. But his last name is Rodriguez. He's the singer and guitar player. Yeah. He's, he, and he, he Havoc with a K, right? Yes. Yeah. H a v o k. Havoc. He got. He can shred, man. Those guys can yeah. shred, and they're tight. They play tight. Right. Right. Yeah, very heavy, right? I think we. Yeah, I get. That's another thing I gotta check out. You, check some more habit. Turn me on to that. And I yeah, good to, stuff. Uh, good vocals too, right? Yeah, well, it's more like a, he has a more like a more sinister approach to Dave Mustaine, kinda right? Like, right. Kind of similar, but he's a little bit more, a uh, little more. He gets more of the higher. And not pitch. as goofy. I mean, it's not as honest. goofy. Hello, and, me. Yeah, he's more like I <laughs> but he's more like intense yeah. about it, and Dave's yeah. more like. Slower. Dave, Dave could be cartoony with his vocals, <clears throat> definitely. To a degree, yeah. Yeah, but I like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, shit like that. I would. But when it comes to innovation, no. I mean, I think Tom's the last right? one. Seriously, in terms of like, you know, maybe there's somebody we don't know. Exactly. About. It could be. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't want to discredit the ones that are out there that we don't know about. So, it's a little disclaimer. I'm sorry. We don't yeah. need to, you know, to you know, leave you out, so to speak. But. We just don't know. I mean, there are people on YouTube, guitarists doing like unbelievable technical things, but it's still like, it's not really. It's kind of just like, it's not. They kind of make it, they kind of like just make it a little bit, they tweaking it just a little bit better and to they're a not degree. In a band setting either. No. So it's like, who cares? No. So they're not writing songs like, no. like um, you know, Tom, like innovative. Like, you got to think about innovators were so close together between Dimebag and yeah. Tom Morello. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. And now it's like, eh. I blame the internet. People yeah. are just lazy now. People don't want to, you know. It's too easy to figure out guitar. Like back in the day, you had to, you know, my not my day, but back with like, you know, the famous stories of like Kirk Hammett had to like slow a record down, listening to old like UFO or something. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, trying to, you know. You had to come up with your own thing when you were trying to figure out something else, you know. But that's the old man talking. That's the old man and me talking. But let's be I mean, honest. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Gorilla Radio, <laughs> Gorilla Radio is the only Grammy one Grammy not Grammy they oh, got. That, oh, that they got a Grammy yeah, for that. Yeah, wow. best bad rock performance. Wow, from for wow. Gorilla Radio of 2001. Gorilla Radio was great. Yep. Gorilla Radio, turn that shit up. Yeah. right now. Yeah, Gorilla Radio. I always said they meant like at first I thought like a gorilla. Like, woo, woo, woo. Like, no, woo, woo. Gorilla was, Warfare. Yeah, gr- yeah, <laughs> a little war. Yeah, guerrilla. A little war. But yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, that is basically uh, Rage in a Nutshell, like I said, because there's not really much, there's not a catalog on them, really. There's no, three albums, albums, one cover, album, four total. And the, um, the fourth one came out in 2000, so it's, I that was it. a little drought with uh it's been a bit of a drought. You for, say so. Uh, 2000, 2000, <laughs> 23 years ago, since I know. new music hit the airwaves. I mean, when, do you write, when do you just write it off? I think most people have. Yeah. yeah. I know, and I mean, who? no one really, ever, yeah, I mean, you had the Limp Biscuits, but no one ever came out that was like as... 
like politically driven and as you know let's be honest talented as uh, as they were yeah, yeah. It's, definitely, it's it's insane yeah it's definitely, definitely um yeah. it makes you think like put your differences aside but obviously they can't because it's been 23 years yeah. since the new music was right. produced processed all that shit if so. it hasn't happened now no. it's probably not going to happen but. I, I don't know I know you never know yeah we'll see I hope to, so to be continued as I that's right knock on wood Proverbi- proverbially and literally and lit- literally <laughs> quite literally 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 knocking in wood and not knocking boots but knocking on wood <laughs> I could do that too <laughs> knocking wooden boots yeah well I mean that's all I have to say that's all I got to say that's about that all I that. got to say yeah <laughs> All right, Forrest. Ron Forrest. I think I want to go. I think I'm going to go home now. Yeah, I know. He runs for like over a year, right? <laughs> what are we supposed to do now? And, then, and his Nike Cortezes, and then yeah. and then that's it. He's like, I'm going to go home. And he has a lush slew Kinda of people. Kind of tired. A slew yeah. of people, and then he's, I'm done. <laughs> well, with that said, Maddie, thank you for another uh, tantalizing episode of Scrap Metal Show. Yes, I appreciate it. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Fair listeners. Stay sick. S I C. That is. Be safe. Take care of one another. Peace the fuck out. Later.